Hello and welcome back to another savage episode of Dream Slayer Studios RPG Podcast. Chris Tyner here again as your host and game master, and we are presenting our latest Savage Worlds adventure in the steampunk setting of Avalon by Gaslight. A little bit of news for you this time around. Dream Slayer Studios is adding more content for your listening and viewing pleasure. In addition to our current campaign of Avalon by Gaslight, we will be presenting a new Marvel Superheroes role-playing game adventure set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe entitled Orphans of the Blip. It'll feature an all-new cast and a story that begins in the days following Thanos' snap as a ragtag bunch of misfits try to find their way in this new apocalyptic world. So now, we will have content coming out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube every week. I want to thank all of you for joining us each session. Be sure to share the podcast or videos with your friends and like and subscribe. Post your comments. We love hearing from you. And now, we bring the investigation of the Jilted Lover to a close, as the Knights of Victoria uncover the source of the angst that plagues the campus of Oxford University. The identity of the professor who sent Cora Foster to her watery grave is revealed in Avalon by Gaslight, Episode 11, The Naughty Professor. Roll them if you got them. <laughs> All right, so shall we begin, folks? Appreciate that. <laughs> there you go, Mike. Nice job there. <laughs> Uh, so we had a, we had a uh, pretty eventful uh, session last time. So last session, the Knights of Victoria finished off their confrontation with Coven, known as the Cult of Grabolda, a group of women who were out for vengeance against the oppression forced upon women by the upper crust of male society in England. One of the cultists admitted to providing Tessa Bramlett the means in which to summon a vengeful spirit, lamenting the fact that the Knights of Victoria had interrupted a sacred ritual, but content in the knowledge that Angraboda's work would be done on some level by the recently released and out-of-control spirit Cora Foster. The team retired for the evening after a visit to the Eagle and the Child, and uncovering the name of the professor who was believed to have been responsible for Cora, Foster, Cora Foster's death, uh, a man by the name of Professor Weston Halbig. At the Burlington house, everyone turned in, but Moira was roused with a nightmare concerning her two uncles as Hieronymus was attacked in his power-down mode by a small assassination squad. So where you guys uh, had left it uh, was immediately after the battle um, at the Burlington house, which I will send us there right now. Just for the viewers, uh, Mr. Tyner made power down mode seem a lot dirtier than it was. <laughs> I was asleep. <laughs> And you took a little bit of damage uh, last time. Yeah. So um, in order to heal, it has to be done within the hour that the damage was actually taken. Uh, now, in your case, you have to be repaired. Uh, so right. um, 
And Christy was gonna work on that. Mm -hmm. So right now you have the bodies of three assassins stacked up in the corner uh, of your room and it's getting a little crowded in here. <laughs> and the window is still drawn? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it, healing doesn't work on mechanical folks. It's it, it's essentially like you, you wouldn't be able to give him a potion if that's what you're asking. Right? All right, I think I have healing as a power. Like I, right, that wouldn't work either. It needs to be repair uh, of some yeah. sort. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I've got repair, and I'm I'm happy to assist. Yeah, I've this got. Seem... Oh yeah. Um, I have it sorry. too. I can help you out. Yep. So if you, if you want to do that real quick, we can go ahead and try to knock that out. Who's got the higher repair? Uh, I've got a D8. What have you got? We've got the same. Oh, oh, wait. You got a D10, don't you? We do have a D10. Sorry. Oh wow. Can I assist then and give her like a little boost? Yeah. We can. He, uh, before I have to power down to be repaired, my last words are don't let the old man with the cane touch me. <laughs> uh, at what point did I come in then? Because I was outside with Blinky. Do I hear the kerfuffle at the end or did somebody come and get me? Oh, uh, somebody you probably would have heard the gunfire okay. going on. Okay. Um, and we can get to that here. Well, we probably ought to take care of that before we start the healing process if you're going to assist. So as you, you heard the gunfire coming from the hotel, uh, so I'm sure you probably would have you know, tried to make your way in as quickly as possible. Um, as you're coming in, the uh, uh, curator uh, of the hotel kind of peeks out uh, her door and, and she's like, oh heavens, what's going on? Uh, and I will kind of just say, you tell her, just stay in your room, you know, we'll let you know here shortly, you know, and, uh, and head on upstairs to kind of find this mess of <laughs> these three hooded assassins uh, there in Hieronymus's room. <laughs> Uh, but yes, if you want to assist in the healing process, you're welcome to do that. You say that you're going to uh, to do it, and um, let's see here. Do you actually make a roll? I forget. I don't remember. I know I've yeah, done you, it before. Yeah, you do roll. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to roll okay. on your repair skill. Okay. Uh, I've missed that. <laughs> yeah, it was really quiet last night. <laughs> You all have a flatulence-free session. <laughs> and that's that's a success then for you. So, um, <laughs> Christy, then you can uh, make the roll. Is that a plus something then? Yes, it'll be a plus one for you. And 
you got a six as well. Okay, so that's a success, and that heals one wound uh, for Andy. So Andy, if you go into yours, you can just highlight your wound and take that to zero. Okay, because I... So just unchecked shaken? Um, yeah, wounds is good is on there. If you go to under traits, and then it's there's a one oh, one over okay. three. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, it's very faded because I have a uh, dark mode on. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, stupid. There we go. <laughs> You're probably just gonna have to remind me. I've got the game on pause every time we start because I'm always going to forget it because everything works for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. right. At this point, I'm back. I'm uh, back awake. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you, uh, you were never actually knocked out. I don't think. Okay. Uh, just, just took a little bit of damage. So, what do you guys want to do with these? <laughs> well, we we searched them last time and we gathered their weapons. Um, <laughs> And we really couldn't see anything else. We could go back downstairs to the guy that was in the tree and look to see if he left any signs that we could follow. Yeah, we should also probably do something with these bodies, too. Right? Um, Unless the the hotel lady wants to take care of that. (laughs) Maybe there's just like a surcharge. <laughs> a cleaning fee. Yeah, yeah. Extra we help. Just, we can just put them in the beds and cover them up as if they were just asleep. <laughs> there's a fireplace there. <laughs> no, we tried burning one last week. and it, <laughs> He just like brushed it off like no big deal. So. Um, hmm. Well, uh, we could carry them out the back and hide them in the brush. That's true. So... Alright, um, I guess I will pick up one. <laughs> and we can we'll... probably just like toss them out the window there. Let's wrap them up. Okay. Like... We're two stories up. Yeah. I've got, <clears throat> I've got my big highwayman cloak. I can wrap one of them up in that and carry them out. We've and got it... a carriage driver and our carriage somewhere. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, them. yeah. Let's call Jason Statham. He's, he's right he's here. A, he's our fixer. Yeah, what's his name? He's right there. He's the wolf. Frank. He's right there. Oi, Frank. Uh, could you do something about these bodies, mate? No, it's not. It's not the first time I've been asked to clean up after a mess. So. <laughs> yeah, but it's the first time we've asked you to clean up after a mess. <laughs> right. Let you pet the, the dog. Uh, Pulls the blind up, kind of looks around just a little bit, opens up the window, and just grabs one and <laughs> just tosses it out. <laughs> You're efficient, Frank. I like that. Be the next one. <laughs> <laughs> right about that time, the landlady is looking out her window. <laughs> Bodies falling. <laughs> He goes on about his business. Uh, he, he takes care of the three uh, of them and gets rid of those bodies for you. 
uh, and makes his departure out of the out of the room to take care of business. All right, bodies check. Um, I guess let's. I mean, like I said, we looked them over last time, so why don't we head out and check out where the other assassin was? But stay on guard because he may still be out there. Yeah, let's let's see what we can see outside. So, I guess we need to gather at Blinky because Blinky may be able to help track him. Uh, uh, I've actually got Blinky under my coat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, get down, boy. You're not even supposed to be in here. All right, so we go outside, and I guess we all need to roll a notice. Uh, well, you get down to the main lobby uh, area, and you hear the creak of a door open. Um, is everything all right? There's a terrible ruckus upstairs, and I, can someone please tell me what's going on? Oh, ma'am, everything's all right. No, it's, it's all right. I'm sorry that me dog, he got in when somebody opened up the door and when it's up there tearing around a little bit, so I had to go up there and get him out. I'm, I'm taking him outside now. I know you don't want him in that place, and, and I apologize. He just gets so excited, and he'd never been inside an hotel before, and you know, he was just creating a little bit of noise. There's nothing to worry about. I apologize. Uh, you know, if anything's broken, of course, I'll pay for it. Um, well, you just go back to sleep, all right? Everything's fine. I'm going to have you make a roll. <laughs> a persuasion roll? Um, yeah, yeah, persuasion. So it's a D4 minus two. <laughs> okay. Uh, is, that, is that automatically calculated? It looks like it is. I think it is, yes. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> the flash one's part is going to... Yeah, there it is. Oh my God, and he rolls a seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> I was convinced and I was there. Yeah. Oh, well... <laughs> Thank you for clearing that all up. Now, please do see that your dog doesn't come in here again. I told you before that he's not allowed in here. I know, ma'am. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm taking him outside now, and you know what? I'm just going to find some other accommodations. Sleeping that close to the door was a bad idea. That's all on me, and I apologize a thousand times. Would you like to have a pet? It makes me feel better. Uh, pet the dog? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can no. pet me, too, if you'd like, but... <laughs> No, no, get him out of here. Uh, yes, ma'am. Sorry. <laughs> Guys, that actually worked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you want to go out to the tree? Uh, well, it actually, I had him kind of positioned in that tree only because I couldn't put him any further because that's as big as my map was going. He was actually firing from uh, the building that was across the street. Oh, um, so if, if you want to go out there to, uh, kind of look around, you're, you're certainly welcome to, uh, if you okay. want to roll a notice, you may do so. Okay. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> Holy <laughs> moly. Come on. Too. High alert. Go. Okay. Um... These guys seem to be very efficient. Um, 
even though they were not able to carry out whatever mission it was that they had. Um, there is one thing, however, that was left behind, and it looks like it's a button. That a button? Came, a button. Okay. That came off of potentially uh, the shooter's clothing off of his cloak um and it's different than you, you guys didn't really get a close look at the garb on these others um at least close enough to notice the buttons but uh um this one has a specific kind of pattern uh to it um that almost looks like like a lace handkerchief. Ooh, okay. So, uh, something you would expect um, upper class citizen to wear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Um, <clears throat> more rolling, just a knowledge, common knowledge to see if that is a prominent family symbol? Um, you can roll a common knowledge. It's going to be at a minus... minus four. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, let's see what we got here. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's a yeah. one. Yeah. It's yeah, a long shot. Uh, it's nothing that you actually would recognize. Okay. I mean, you can tell that it's it's kind of an upper crust kind of thing. Is it made out of gold? No, it's gold plated over brass, um, but rather uncommon in, in the make uh, of it. Okay. So it's it's not like a family crest or anything like that that you would recognize. Okay, I think uh, I think their weaponry spoke more than this common button at this point being as mm -hmm. high tech as it was um okay so did christy know did uh charlie knows anything that we didn't with her her role that would have been that would have been the the combination, the combination of both of yours okay. yeah the, these guys were extremely efficient mm -hmm. and professional yeah in and out with uh with without a trace uh but one of them just happened to leave a little bit of a trace behind Gotcha. No way of knowing, seeing which way they went. Like, no footsteps in the dirt. No. Mm -mm. Okay. No, no way to track them. Gotcha. All right. Well, group, what do you think? <clears throat> well, is it. What time is it? Is it still. Is it late? Or it's still pretty late. I'd say it's likely. Like around four o'clock in the morning, probably. Wow. Now you guys would have had enough time to regain your powerpoints, um, oh. so you can you would have gotten enough rest to replenish that. Um. So, do we need to kind of regroup as to we're staying at the house? We're still trying to track down the... The guy, uh, the old professor, right? Yeah. 
So at this point, yeah, at this point, I think we just need to kind of wait until there's a waking hour and then um, maybe stay on alert. Wait till, you know, it'd be good enough to get out in daylight, see if we can find our professor guy and keep our eyes open for these guys some more. Yeah, makes sense to me. Okay. Well, Henry, Henry has a has a quick question. I I want to know who these people are. Why why were they attacking us here? Does this have anything to do with what we're doing here? Why were they just in your room? Henry, that's a very good question. Excuse my French ladies, but I have no freaking clue what. <laughs> I mean, well, they, they weren't trying to take. No. Well, but I mean, were they trying to take it, or was it a situation where they thought that would be where I was most vulnerable? You tell us. Yeah, to your eyeball. I know that this eye gives me sorry the soul that I've got, so I'm not sure I'm not sure any more than that at this moment. And I'm to be quite frank, I'm not quite sure how that stone that is there actually works. That's how your soul is in your mechanical form. Yes. Yeah. So who who else would know about that? Or who who would that who else would that be valuable to? Well, I would imagine it would be valuable to anybody that wants to transplant a soul out of one thing into another. Um, but how that operates and how that works, I woke up in this condition and the shape from the sisters that reassembled me after <clears throat> my accident with my brother. So. Feasibly, it could be someone who is now dead or a spirit who would like to be tangible again. Could be. And it could also be my brother. I mean, it might just be someone that hates robots. <laughs> Wouldn't matter because he's not a Thank robot. Thank you, go, But I'm not <laughs> a robot. Well, we're all right. <clears throat> I mean mostly to to the layman I, I would think that they would think i'm a robot or a clockwork man but inside i am not so we think it's your brother the last time i saw my brother he was going over the edge of the cliff so i would can only assume because i don't see how he could survive that <clears throat> maybe somebody fished him out of the water or something and they're trying to bring him back by stealing your special eyeball. That could be the case, but I've looked for him for years and I've only heard whispers. Wait, who? So who why were, now? Who were the the druids trying to summon, or the witches trying to summon when um, we accidentally killed most of them? You actually don't know. <laughs> um, but they. The, the one woman said that they were the daughters of Ingerbolda. Um Now, whether they were trying to actually summon this Ingerbolda or something else, you really 
we're not very clear on that. <clears throat> you know, I I just wonder if, con- considering what we've seen so far, if someone recognizes, you know, that what the power that that jewel has and wants to harness it to make someone else real, you know, real again or or something like that. Reanimate with the soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of get the feeling like this wasn't a spur of the moment decision to try and get this though. I mean, you got somebody posted outside taking shots and you got somebody else sneaking in the room and all. I mean, I figure if it was the witches, I mean, yeah, they're probably mad because we accidentally slaughtered them. But and just to I, be I clear, feel like I was not there during that session. <laughs> you were there in spirit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, which makes even less sense for them to come after you. So, it's probably somebody you know, or else it's somebody that knows about you. It's been well, following you for a while. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Somebody that knew knew where we were, and yeah, yeah, somebody with some pretty in depth knowledge of who we are, who who Hieronymus is. And the odd, the odd thing about us. that is, I've been I've been overseas. I've come back, and I've been with you the entire time. So. I'm still kind of at this point. Why now? I mean, why why would they come after me now? Especially this far south of where my ancestry home would be. Well, maybe maybe we need to get more information on on who the button belongs to and if what that represents. Well, give me the button. Give me the button. I'll take it. And. I'll go speak pretty, with the librarian. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'll go speak with the librarian and see if I can find out a little bit more about this cult, this this Engraboda, whatever this thing is, uh, and see if I can research what the symbol is on the button, and perhaps we can meet up later on tonight, and then we can swap stories and, and see what you've uncovered while I'm working on this. What do you say? I say yeah. that's way too helpful from Henry's character. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he should have been here then. <laughs> <laughs> He's not crotchety enough there. <laughs> uh, I think that's a wise move there, Henry. Well, cough it up, robot. Give me the button. <laughs> <Bing>. <laughs> All right, so the button's taken care of. Um, let's go find our professor. You guys want to get a little bit more sleep, or do you want to leave right now? Cause I, I don't want to go back to sleep. I need to. I need to go do something. I didn't sleep very well. All right. Oh, let's go. So. The last, I mean, just kind of recap. Where are we looking for this professor? Do we have any idea? Probably in a bed right now. It's 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, is he even in the same area that we're currently at? I can't, I, GM, I need a little refresh there. Um, Without watching the tape. Theodore, the librarian, uh, had said that he believed the professor to still be living uh, in town. 
Uh, now he, he right. was not the okay. one that gave you the name. It was the bartender that gave you the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He okay. said that, yeah, he, if he's still alive, you know, he was still living nearby somewhere. He just didn't stop in that often. And it would probably, had probably been three or four years, probably since he had seen him in the bar. So whether or not he's still alive, you don't know, but you at least have a name. Okay. Uh, well, given that I'm the condition I am in, does somebody want to speak to our housekeeper to see if she knows who this guy is or where he might live? Uh, not me. I think she's still pretty upset about the dog. Um, people don't like talking to me, so. I mean, I can do it. I kind of butted her up a bit before. In the game, Christy and Dana. <laughs> We're just <All> right. Father? <laughs> Oh, you seem trustworthy. <laughs> no. Why don't you uh, go have a chat with her and see if she'll give you any of the goods. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I think he's talking to you. <laughs> oh. Alright, spaced out there for a minute. <laughs> Alright, my head downstairs. Huh? What? He's talking to you. <laughs> when I say your name and stomp on your foot, <laughs> you smile or not. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a long day. Uh, yeah. Talking, uh, talking to the housekeeper. Yeah. So uh, head downstairs. I assume that's where she is. Uh, knock on our little door. She's not up and behind the counter yet. And, yeah, she's, she went back into her room. <gasps> Uh, yes, yes, what is it now? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to, to bother you again. Um, and are you acquainted with a, a Professor Halbig, the retired professor, Oxford? Yes, I, I, I remember Professor Halbig, yes. Uh, do you know, you know where he might live, where, where he might be found? Well, his, his family used to live out on, um, Headington Road uh, some time ago. I, whether or not he still has that house, I, I don't know. I haven't seen him in some time. All right. Do you, do you know anything else about him? Other than... oh, only the stories, you know. <clears throat> that makes sense. Um, so Headington Road, you say? Headington, yes. Thank you very much. We'll, we'll, we'll try not to disturb you anymore. I would, I would appreciate that. I'm sure. Thank you back upstairs um, she, she seems to think he, he lives or his family lived lives on, on Headington Road but I don't think that's far from here okay. let's head that Maybe way we can have breakfast with him uh, or we can <laughs> scout out the area around his house because right now we don't know if they are related to who we're seeking or this thing in my head <clears throat> but maybe we can kind of scout and look around, get a lay of the land before we approach him. Okay. That's okay. good. You have to probably um, kind of search around just a little bit with it being as early as it is in the morning, you know, approaching 
Friday a.m. potentially at this point, you know, there's very few people that are out and about, but, you know, a few people, you know, getting up early to maybe tend to their shops and open up and so forth. Uh, maybe some early risers heading to uh, to the school to get some, some early work done. And you can stop someone and ask for directions to, to get where you need to go. And it's it's not a very far walk uh, to get where, where you need to go. Um, Headington Road is uh, uh, more of like a country road uh, that's on the outskirts of town. Um, a little bit more sparsely populated in this area. Um, and lots of Victorian era Gothic style homes uh, in that area. A couple of old farmhouses, it looks like. Uh, and this is... Uh, the Halbig's home uh, is is marked um, with a, uh, a kind of a cornerstone out front that has the Halbig name, so it's actually fairly easy to uh, to spot once you get out in that area. And the manor is a two-story wooden structure that looks to be about forty years old, kind of a typical Victorian-style home of the era, with a small stone porch. Um, and now that you're there, if um, uh, you all want to roll a, a, a quick notice roll. So Bendigo and Father Mapple looks like got the uh, two highest. Um, and actually, it's really pretty easy to kind of spot. Uh, the sun is just now starting to kind of come up. So it's casting a little bit of light on the street here uh, at this point. But you can see as you approach the front of the, uh, of the home, uh, the front door is ever so slightly ajar. Mm -mm. <clears throat> we should probably check that out. That doesn't seem doesn't seem normal. I think we need to be prepared for something what? terrible. What's uh? How's Blinky reacting? Oi, Blinky! How you doing, mate? Um, he's a little antsy. Uh, anxious. You go when he started talking, I thought, did I miss something? Did Blink does Blinky talk now? Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just asked Blinky. <laughs> That's right. Alright, so a little anxious. Um, why don't we divide? And one group takes the front and one group takes the back. Of the house. Sounds I like good. that idea. That way we can uh, catch anybody who might be coming out the back. Uh, but at the same time, we can also catch people from uh, entering in the back as well. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anymore. <laughs> All right, need... Ronnie, you want to go through the back door with me? <laughs> <laughs> we could tag team it. You and I. Oh, God. We could go in like a train. His eyes say yes. What do you think? Uh, uh, I mean, sure. normally I'd ask Henry, but he's not here. <laughs> well, I don't think mind. I know you and Henry have your love fest, so sure. Oh, I feel like I've got a lot to learn from him. He's a pretty good shot. <laughs> I think I'll stick to the traditional entrance. <laughs> right. <laughs> Old school. I like that. All right. Anybody uh, else want to come around back with us? The irony there is <laughs> Father Mapple just said that. Oh, it's from my missionary work overseas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So um, we'll, have to, we'll have to work on some timing here. Uh, so if are the other three of you then heading towards the uh, towards the front door? Yes. Okay. So why don't you guys go ahead and move to the front? It, you guys would arrive there before they they make it to the back. Can we? Are we able to see in the windows or the windows too? Uh, you're you're welcome to walk over and take a peek if you want. Okay. I think that's a window. Is that a window? Mm -hmm, it is. My oh, I'm in front of the wall. Mm-hmm. So looking in there, it seems like it's a rather narrow hallway. It's kind of hard to get a bead on, you know, really uh, anything far down that hall. Father Mapple's yep. moving over towards the door, looking in the window there. It looks like that one's just a small uh, WC suite. Where are you, Charlie? Oh, Charlie's way down on the other end. She's going around the back. <laughs> oh, trying to get to the Yeah. And Charlie, the window that you're looking in, again, seems like a, a little bit of a bigger hallway that kind of runs down the entire length of the, uh, the right side of the house there. All right. Is it like a bunch of little cockroaches? I can't keep track of all of you. <laughs> uh, Father Mapple, you found uh, from the exterior, there's a, uh, a like a little billiards room, game room there, uh, where there's a little poker table off to the side and a still uh, lit fireplace uh, in that area there. Uh, Bendigo, are you taking Blinky with you? Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna move him up there to you. Uh, somehow I got right. the measurements to go. There we are. Yep. Come on, blinks. So I'm looking at. Uh. Veil sight. Mm -hmm. Is that. Is that magic or is that being able to see further? That is, uh, it's it's the hagstone that Moira yeah, gave you. Yeah. And it gives you the yeah. ability to to see spirits when you're peering through oh, the hole. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. I can't remember if that was just seeing further or her spirits. Okay. Do I see anything when I look through the window? 
Um, Bendigo, same thing. Just got a, kind of a long hallway. There's a door directly across uh, from the window where you're standing uh, that is shut. <clears throat> Can I try to jiggle the window open? Sure. Um, let's see what we can do here. Is that a stealth roll? Um, it'd be thievery. Oh, I don't have that. Okay. <clears throat> now, if you want to do a repair roll, if I can take a, it apart at a minus two. Then I'd let you do that. Three, three, yeah. And yeah, unfortunately, it's it's locked up pretty tight. Mm. Right. I'll try. I'll try my thievery. Oh, you've got thievery. Okay. Yeah. Oh, let me get out your way. There you are. Oh, were you trying the same window? Yes. Okay. That would have made that a little bit more difficult. If you want to do the other window where you were standing. All right. I, I, I won't give you the um, the minus <laughs> on that. So you rolled a five. Uh, so you're able to pop that window. It's not quiet, uh, but you're able to pop it open uh, to, to gain access. Okay. Over here, Bendigo, over here. Oi, oh, look at you. Well done. All right, well, so... You to teach if, me some of those tricks. If you want to go in, I'm probably going to have to carry you in there. So let me see if I can get you in. Oh, there you go. All right. So if you guys want to go in, you are now in. All right, I'm going to go open up the back for Ronnie so he can slide in too. There's no way I'm going to fit in that window. <laughs> no, I'm going I'm to go to the back door and, and unlock it for you. Oh, Okay. Can I try and make my way there, Chris? Yeah, you can make your way there. You just got to figure out how to get there. All right. Uh, well, I'm looking out the window and I see him, so I reckon it's somewhere this way. Oh, crap. There's I hit some sort there. of a wall. <laughs> well, this is a really strange hallway. Do I see anything? Do I need to do a notice? Um, it, where you're at right there, yeah, no, it's yeah. just a wall. <laughs> Nothing oh. to notice but a, but a flat wall. Well, who in the world designed this house? What are, what's going on up front? With Lady Moira and, and Father Maffle. <clears throat> um, I'm thinking about just kind of poking the front door open with the harpoon and going in. Okay. All right. I'm getting my knife, my uh, spider bite daggers out. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll go into. Feel free to explore there um, if you guys want to go in. So the entryway, the main foyer, exits out into a long, narrow hallway flanked on either side by a pair of WC suites, which you saw from the outside. Um, those of you that went in through the opposite side uh, over there are just in kind of another uh, long hallway uh, that runs north and south along that side of the uh, uh the area looks like one of you guys opened the door here uh <laughs> who's that was that that's me okay 
Uh, so that room seems to be a large library uh, with a single green lamp that is lighting that area. Um, and there doesn't seem to be any movement in there. Is Blinky coming in with you guys? I, I assume. Can Blinky get through that window? I assume. Yeah, yeah, he can get through. The oh, window, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, sorry. Blinky should be with me. All right, so there you go. He's in there, too. Hey, boy. How you doing? You sense anything strange? Okay, Hieronymus, you're, you've made it around to the back of the house at this point, right? Yep. yep. Now you you and I see, see green light. Green light coming from what seems to be like an atrium uh, there in the back. And okay. as you move closer to the window, if you get up into that area, you actually see uh, two figures on the inside. Um, can you can you see them from your vantage point now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and one of them is the ghost of Cora Foster, uh, and she has her f hand firmly embedded in the chest of Weston Halvig. Whoa. Okay. Um. Uh, and you hear all of you now at this point here just this uh, terrible guttural scream uh, coming from a male's voice from somewhere in the house. Okay. So there's a window right behind me? Yep. I am just going to take my arm and bust that window out to get her attention. Okay, so the one right in here? No, not in the atrium. It's the one that's on the oh, okay, gotcha. uh, edge right here. Uh, I can't tell what that mm -hmm. is. Yeah, that's fine, man. No, that's all right. I got you. <laughs> all right. So at this point, I think we're going to go ahead and roll initiative. Got lost. Sorry. There I am. Oh, I don't know where all this means, but okay. <laughs> okay. So, Charlie, uh, <clears throat> you are first in the initiative order at this point. So what would you like to do right now? Uh, well, I hear the scream. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to, if I haven't already stepped inside, um, I'm going to rush in and grab that lamp mm -hmm. and start heading toward the sound. Okay. So if you're heading towards the sound, um, you're going to want to head towards this door here. Do you see where my pointer is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you can move five squares or uh, six, I think. Or, what's your move? Six? Yes. Okay, so you move six squares, and then if you want to do a running die, you may do that, but then any actions that you take uh, would be at a minus two uh, oh. if you run. 
Okay, I'll run. Okay. So you can roll your running die to see how much further you can get. Thanks. <clears throat> you click on the the extra die next to pace, right? Ah, uh, I see. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. there we go. Gotcha. Thank you. Okay, that's not great though, right? Uh, what'd you get there? Four. Oh no, you you got a. It says. What's the plus six? Yes, a ten. Wait, wait, what is the plus six? That's what I'm... Just automatically do that for you? I, yeah, I guess, I mean, I, my pace is six, and it's, I rolled the running dice, so it... Oh, added- I got you. Okay, okay, so a total of ten. Okay, all right. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. All right, so you've already done five, so you can go five more. Um, And from which direction do I okay. send today? <laughs> Uh, it would be coming from uh, behind the staircase there somewhere. Uh, so mm, I'm colliding with walls. Let's see. <laughs> Did you make it through? My wanting to go up the stairs. That might be. A- well, if you go up the stairs, that's going to put you. You, it's kind of hard to see from that angle, but you're yep. below the stairs right now. So, right where Father Mapple is, right there, uh, yep. Mapple can probably see inside now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is really where you probably want to be. Um, but there doesn't seem to be a door entrance there near Father Mapple. Those are three windows that line that hallway where you can see the green light coming out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so from there, that's the max of your move. We go to Bendigo Jack. I'm okay. slightly sorry that I left Bendigo Jack in the dark. <laughs> that's okay. I'm right behind you. Okay. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so you're heading down that hallway, but there's no way to get through there. Is that what you said? Well, you don't know that. But oh, okay. <laughs> you okay. can see the green light uh, pouring out of that air- area, and it's kind of this unearthly uh, glow that's coming out of there. Now, at the top of the stairs in front of you, you see the green light at the top of the stairs coming out of the, the windows that are up there as well. Hmm. Okay, so I already... Let me. I'm going to roll a run just to see if mm-hmm. I can get any further. Oops. Okay, I think I actually rolled a four and then I clicked it way too many times. Yeah, I see. (laughs) Okay, so I can go four more so I could literally just go where Charlie is. But I'm going to head... Okay, this isn't very well... This isn't really lit up. I should have grabbed the lamp. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Yeah. Um, Okay, so they're heading down that way. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go four more paces over this way okay to see if maybe i can go around and flank wherever it is find another way in so one two uh, i hit a wall Mm -hmm. you can come here 
and then you okay. can see the steps going up and at the top of the stairs up there you can't see it right now because it's on a second level but you'll see green light up at the top of the stairs up there as well okay okay so i'm kind of just parked at the bottom of the stairs right now well you can go if you want to go up the stairs you can get to this square right here okay okay i'm on my way all right so um if you want to move blinky now as well you may do so yeah where'd blinky go and he can be right beside you i'll put him over here with you thanks i lost him in the dark um lady moira it's your turn Okay, so after getting stuck in a random room near the front door, I think I found myself in front of the stairs. Do I mm-hmm. see the light? Yep, you see the me? light up at the top of the stairs there as well. <clears throat> All right. I guess I'm going to try to head up the stairs with them as fast okay. as I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. My uh, computer is not liking us right now. So. Mm. There it goes. It's just slow. Okay, so click on. Thank you for being patient with me. I appreciate okay. it. Uh, do I click on? I click on the pace, or do yeah. I only so click on? If the... you're wanting, to, if you're wanting to run, you're going to yeah. uh, click on the square next to the pace. And that is the only thing I click on, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Clicked it. Oh, I may have clicked it too many times. Did it go? Yeah, it went. So you you can move a total of 11. Slow, sorry. 11? Yep. One, two, three, sorry, four, five, six. Where am I? How much was that? Okay. Seven. Well, if if you go in the straight line, which was about right there, that was six. Uh, And that brings you to a window. Now, if you want to continue the momentum, you're welcome to jump through that window if you want to. (laughs) I'm not trying to put anything into your brain. You know, it's it's there if you want. No, because that looks like a car. Oh, crap. My map keeps crashing, so... I'm going to have to use my imagination. So I look through the window and do I look down upon a garden? You do. Uh, you see the <laughs> garden and you see Cora Foster with her hand buried in uh, Weston Halbig's chest. Okay. Lifting him up off of the ground. Great. Um, I don't think I have any, I don't have good like jumpy powers or anything. <laughs> um, oh, <clears throat> is there like fountains or anything? Like I said, my map crashed. I can't see. Oh, okay, it. yeah, no. no fa- <laughs> there is a little lily pad filled pond just okay. below the uh, uh, the window. Okay, and just ordinary garden things like vines and things uh, like tree no. trees and bushes, <laughs> and most of them tropical in nature. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, I, it is. Is it earth or is it stone or is it? Well, un, under the under the plants, or? it's earth. Uh, yes. But there is a stone patio uh, in which he is he is being attacked 
upon. Okay. Um, I want to try if I can. Can I do a thing now? Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I want to uh, take up, take the paving stones. I want to push up the earth under the paving stones and bring it up in between um, the ghost eating Cora and the man and push him away from her. So like the earth comes up and takes a paving stone that's underneath them and pushes him away. Okay. Okay. So you rolled to run, but you didn't actually go past your actual pace. Okay. So there's a loophole here where you're not going to have to roll at a disadvantage if, as long as you don't move anymore. So I will allow you to do that as long as you stay on the stairs uh, and don't go into that room. Okay. So, yeah, you may make that roll. So you're going to roll under your um, spell casting for that. Um, Doing quick access, is that best? Yeah, Mm -hmm. that'd be fine. Mm. That was awful good. <laughs> that was a 15 altogether. That was uh, at least a couple of raises. So your intention is to basically take the stone and just pull him away from her, correct? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, so she has her hand inside of him. You, oh, no. grab, you grab him and pull and his heart is left behind. I knew! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Her- Hieronymus. Smash the patriarchy. Yeah, yeah uh, well, I smashed that window <laughs> just with elbow back. And does she hear that window? If she did, she did not make any, any kind, of reaction. kind of reaction to that. So I am literally staring at this ghost with her heart, with the guy's heart in her hand at this point. That is correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm going to take, I still have my Teleforce uh, <laughs> pistol with the Hellfire around. I've still, I've never got rid of those from the last time. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna try to shoot through and hit her. Okay. With those hellfire rounds. Sure. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Uh, no, you rolled damage. That's, uh, you oh, don't want to roll damage. Yeah. Okay. I, uh... Oh, you I, you know what I did? I, I clicked on Hellfire Rounds thinking I was going to get a new pop-up. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. Okay. Where? Come on. Click. Target you, target you. Yeah, so it's just shooting plus one. Yeah. 
I can't. For some reason, it's not letting me target her. Okay. Let's see. Let's let me try something here. Are you? You're not green, are you? You're purple. Um, what my? No, you are green. Yeah, you you had her yeah. targeted there for a second. Oh, I did. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, there, there you go. There I am. Okay. Still targeting? Yeah, there. Yep. Okay. And shooting plus one. Okay, so you got a raise on that. Uh, And uh, normally I would go ahead and roll damage on here, but the effect, you shoot and it just shatters that window uh, in front of you. Are you using both pistols? Yeah, I would have drawn both. Uh, And you. fire through the uh, the window and it goes absolutely positively through her and okay. hits the wall uh, behind. It's kind of what I was afraid of. Okay. Uh, and then we go to, oh, Cora. It's her turn. Now you've caught her attention. Yep, yep. That's what I was afraid of. And she just um, turns and looks directly at you uh, and then opens her mouth to scream. And she got a 10. Uh, So that is a uh, success and a raise. So you are hit with this icy wind uh, that is coming directly at you. Uh, And all of your physical actions now with that raise are reduced by four. So you take a minus four to any physical actions. Uh, Okay, hang on. Thought I was immune to trying to find that on my character sheet. Uh, you have a minus two, I think, to um, attacks to magic. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. But my and then I don't. I think I'm immune to like weather. Or oh, outdoor, oh, I got you. I got you. I got outdoor you, got you. elements, so like a cold wind. Gosh, dang it! Why can't that? Okay, happen? true. But this is magic. Okay, so it's gonna get. So it's it's fun. it's yeah, that's gonna supersede okay. what would normally be considered just a a cold wind. This is a magical cold, uh, okay. so it, it cuts through. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So am I I'm at a negative six then? No, minus minus four total. Oh, minus four total. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Father Maple. Um, <clears throat> I think I will try to crash through the window. Okay. Where I am. Um, do I roll for that, or is that just part of my movement? Um, I would go ahead and roll for that, but I'll, I'll make that kind of a, uh, a, a gifted action to you, so you can make it into the room and still have have an action. Okay. Uh, as as long as you succeed, uh, so yeah, just make it athletics roll. Okay. 
Oh, okay, wait. Oh, he's rolling. So to use the Hagstone against magical attacks, do we announce that? Yeah. Do we yeah, have to you, roll for it? Okay. Yeah, you have to announce it. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay. I was like, gosh, I know there's something there. Okay, and you got a five, is that right, Mike? Yeah. Okay, yep, you can get through the window without injuring yourself uh, and then still have an action once okay. you get inside. Oh, it won't let me move through the window. Oh, okay, sorry. There you are. Aha! <laughs> 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 um, and then I... cast is it is it a turn to cast smite for my harpoon it is an action to uh, to cast smite yes and then I, I wouldn't be able to attack with it until the next round right okay then um, in that case I just throw attempt to throw the harpoon at her uh, unsmitten unsmitten yeah. unsmoot <laughs> all right go ahead and roll uh, uh, for the attack on that one okay and would that be on the harpoon itself? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And make sure and uh, target her first. Okay. Yes. Thank you. There. Nope. No, I think you did the same thing. That was, uh, uh, you rolled the damage there oh. instead. Um... Where, what do I... If you go to Harpoon and click on the picture of the Harpoon, uh, that'll pull up the... Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Athletics? Yep. Got it. Sorry about that. Mm -hmm. Alright, so that's a hit. Uh, and once again, <laughs> it goes right through her. Yeah, and hits the door behind and just gets stuck in the door. And now we're going to roll back around and... Reset the initiative here. Oh, that's weird. Okay. There are no available results which can be drawn from this table. Well, maybe I just need to reset. got a joker yeah he did get a joker so we all got a benny mm -hmm, everybody got a benny hey thank okay. you Dad. so we come back to father mapple again he was the last to go last time first to go this time Ooh. um <clears throat> well i see that that didn't work and so um i just kind of like grab my my holy book and um Pray to the Almighty that that to, to weaken this this foul spirit, and I'm with that I'll cast uh, curse. Okay. Uh, I guess that's this. Roll that. Okay. 
Ooh, that was pretty good. 13 there. That's a nice one. So, that was curse. Let's see what that does. Raise or lower one trait by one die or two with a raise. So you definitely got a raise. Uh, so what trait would you like to lower um, for her? Uh, what, what traits does she have? <laughs> uh, well, would that be you, like, like fighting? Would like or, to know? <clears throat> or, yeah. Um, fighting, intimidation, persuasion, spell casting, um, stealth, taunt, athletics. Oh, spell casting. Okay. So minus two. Okay, got it. Hieronymus. Uh, since he did that, does that affect any of her actions that she's done, or nope. the just anything that happens from henceforth? From henceforth. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I think what I'm going to do is. Uh, obviously, the hellfire fire round's not going to work. Um, so I think I'm going to take and energize my rapier and just chuck it at her, um, electrified. Okay. Because um, yeah, it's really well. First of all, can I? Is there anything in the room that, other than the guy's heart, <laughs> um, that she has interest in? Like, anything that... Can I roll a notice for that, or... Yeah, you can roll a notice, yeah. Or, or better yet... I, okay, so I know this is gonna... This is gonna I'm gonna I may have to spend a couple of pennies here. Um, I am going <laughs> to shoot the heart and that's what she's after so i'm gonna take away what she does she wants so i am gonna call my shot okay and shoot a heart even <laughs> though i'm at a negative four roll here all right um, and, and that is another negative four to be yeah. able to shoot something that's small yeah. so, so you're negative eight <laughs> <laughs> good luck <laughs> thank you thank you uh can i roll a Benny to offset that. You can roll a Benny to roll again. Okay. Uh, well, I got I got some Bennies I haven't been using. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Let's see what I got here. Shooting and under mod, I need to put in negative four or not? In negative eight or negative eight. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me there. Yep. All right. <laughs> Uh, uh, seven. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Roll the impassable roll. Uh, it says a minus seven at the bottom, so I don't know what well, I know, there, but, but I typed, I typed <laughs> in minus, minus eight. But regardless, you still would have hit. So. Oh, you, you know what it is? I have a plus one. Oh, oh that's oh, what it is. Okay. And so the plus one offset it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, you hit it, and it splurt in in her hand. Any um, reaction from her? She 
looks at where it was and looks back at you, and then you can see that she's starting to move your way. So I definitely have her attention. Yeah, you have her attention for sure. Okay. All right, Bendigo. Um, <laughs> Linky is going nuts. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would like to get up there to actually see what's happening. Okay. And I think I'm close enough that I don't have to run. Correct. So let's see. One, two, three. Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> oh, I've been missing out on all kinds of stuff. Okay, so Father Mapple's in there. And there's Cora. And that's a pond, huh? Yep. Mora did not bust out a window or anything, right? Uh, Moira did not. Okay, I'm going through it. Okay. I'm leaping through. Uh, okay. Do I need to roll something for that? Uh, athletics. Okay. Is that going to be the only thing I can do? Um, as long as you don't go any further than what your movement is, I will allow it. Okay, cool. All right. Let's see if I can do this without breaking both my ankles. All right. Four. That's that, that's enough to not get injured. Okay, so, cool. So that will actually put you right there if you want to be right next yeah. to her. Oh, I'm 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 trying going right for. Her. Okay. Okay. So I actually can do something now. Yep. Okay. I got a plasma shotgun. Mhm. And plasma sounds like it's something that might hurt the undead. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to uh give it a shot at point blank range and I'm going to try to pump her full of plasma lead. Okay. So let's see. I click on the picture of it okay we're going ghostbusters yep now did you get, you've targeted her already right oh no let me do yep. that hold on target her yeah I need to do that. okay so i've targeted her mm -hmm. and this is at short range right yes sir that's <laughs> okay. as, as short as you can get <laughs> okay so my options are to do a shooting plus two damage short range medium range and long range well you want to do the shooting first and then we'll roll damage okay all right, so that is a raise uh, for sure. Okay. Um, so now you're going to roll damage. Okay. Now, let's see. I'm going to do it from here and see what happens. I don't know if it's going to give me the option to do the short range or not. Okay. So it rolled four dice. Okay. Is that the same as what it would be if you were to do the short range I don't know you want me to do short range and find out because I have the options yeah. of shooting plus two damage short range medium range long range yeah do the short range see what happens yeah that, that, okay. uh, that certainly worked <laughs> three wounds plus shaken all right, so plasma works on her. Take that, you ugly witch. Um, so she is in the process of moving towards Hieronymus, uh, and you burst through that uh, that window and tuck and roll and roll right out of it and sh sh and hit her dead in the back, and she dissipates just whoosh, gone 
and sprays green ectoplasm <laughs> out the window uh, and all over Hieronymus. <laughs> Saw that one coming. Thanks. Uh, so, well done with the plasma shotgun. <laughs> that was insane. <laughs> and, and all I, and all I'm gonna say is, please tell me that was from the shotgun and not your ass. <laughs> oh yeah, Ronnie. <laughs> I mean, a little bit of flatulence helped me get through the window and get a little bit closer. But don't worry, the green stuff hey. was not from me. <laughs> all right. This time. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that, that was the maximum amount of damage that, that, that you could have done right there. That was insane. And I had honestly forgotten you had the plasma shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Weapon-wise, that was about the only thing that you could do to touch her. Um, the only other way to actually injure her would have been to allow her to actually attack one of you guys and get her hand inside and she would have solidified at that point and then you could attack her with whatever that was the only way you were going to be able to hit her except with blinky blinky could have attacked her if yeah if you would have gotten to that okay so (laughs) crazy i wondered if well i'm glad i hit her because if not it probably would have been my heart she would have grabbed (laughs) (laughs) probably Okay, uh, so uh, unfortunately, there's nothing you can do with Mr. Halbig because he's dead. <laughs> yep. Um, um, so now it's just a matter of serfs in his house. <laughs> yeah, if you want to do a little and, search around, you're certainly welcome to do that. And really quick, this was far enough away from all the other houses that. We don't have neighbors descending upon the house. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if we had to make a quick escape or uh, or not there. So. No, you've got uh, you've got the ability to okay. walk around freely if you like. Can I search him, the dead dude? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should I, is that a notice? Or? I mean, he's truthfully in his night clothes. Uh, so, oh, so there's nothing I, to search. Yeah, I mean, he's he's okay. free free balling it. So okay, <laughs> I just Don't lift up the much. end and say, "Oh yeah, nothing much here to see." <laughs> Winky wink. <laughs> <laughs> nudge nudge. Uh, so. If you guys want to search around a little bit, feel free to roll a notice, and then uh, I can maybe tell you what you find. Okay. I, I can't move my guy, by the way. Neither. You can't okay. move yours? My map keeps crashing and slowing and whatnot. You can't move your guy, you said? Well, I can. I, I, yeah. Well, I've got target. I got a target around my guy. Oh, we'll take the targeting off. I, uh, I did. I mean, my cursor though is a circle with a, uh, with the four arrows in it. Well, that's the problem then. Now you moved. Are you okay. moving him? I'm moving him, but with my keyboard, not with my mouse. Oh, am I the, weird? Am I in the okay. kitchen? I don't know. I've, I've, I've just cockroaches. Where 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 y'all going? <laughs> uh, there's a big there's a big table with a bunch of plates. 
table with it. Oh no, I see you. Okay, no, you're in the yeah. dining hall. Okay. Is there any food or anything about? I crawl through the window. No, uh, not in there. Okay. Oh, I can't crawl through the window, can I? Um, you got you you got to move me in. Oh oh. Well, just open the door. Come over here and open this door. There oh. you go. Doors open right there. Just you and you can <laughs> you can click on those and open the doors. You haven't had to do that yet. So, okay. So Father Mapple rolled a nineteen on his notice. Charlie rolled a four uh, on hers. Anybody else noticing stuff? Uh, oh, oh yeah, I'm working on. there. I'm working there. <laughs> rolled a two. Yeah, rolled a five. Yeah, I'm gonna re-roll. Oh, uh, Christy and Dana, you have a question? I see that you've raised your hand. <laughs> Did I raise my hand? Did we raise our hand? Yeah, I, oh, nice. I, I think in the Zoom call, yes, uh, I think you raised your hand because uh, there's a big hand right above you right now. <laughs> that would be oh, giving us all high fives. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I probably went like this. Like, we haven't touched it. it at all. <laughs> I don't know. Straight. Oh, you're gone. All right, Father Mapple, you rolled the highest uh, <laughs> with a 19. Okay. Um, all of you guys are kind of going through and checking the different areas and so forth and trying to look for anything suspicious. Um, this guy has lived in this house for 40 years or more. Um, and you can see the remnants of, you know, the family that he once had, uh, a wife, uh, and a daughter. Um, and all of the photos of the, of the daughter, uh, capped out at about you would estimate somewhere between the age of 8 and 10 um, and you don't see any more pictures of her after that time period um, the wife uh, same kind of deal you see pictures of the, her alone with him with the family up until the daughter reaches about that age and you see no more photos of her um, in the library, uh, Father Mapple, you're kind of flipping through some of the books and so forth in the library. Uh, and there's one particular tome uh, that appears rather dog-eared. Uh, and it's a, it's a copy of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Uh, and inside there, you're kind of flipping through the pages and a photograph falls out. Uh, and it's a photograph of Cora Foster. Um, and she is roughly about 18 in the photograph uh, and uh, dressed rather demurely, uh, but looking at the camera and as is not common in this time period smiling just a, with a, a just a sly little smile uh, and showing just a little bit of ankle <laughs> Ooh, yeah hussy racy <clears throat> yeah like the um, french girls <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and 
you can see that this photograph has has been handled uh, through the years. Uh, it's been folded and unfolded, and uh, it's a little dog-eared itself. Uh, so it's been sequestered away, you know, for quite some time. Uh, but you know, it's uh, at least some sort of evidence that there was, you know, some connection between the two of them, for sure. Um, other than that, as the only bit of evidence that you can find in this entire house uh, that connects him to Cora Foster. Mm. Okay. Um, and that that's really the only uh, bit of evidence you guys are going to be able to come up with with as high a roll as what he rolled. Uh, that's that's the only thing here in the house that, that would tie him to her whatsoever. So if you guys are looking for anything else, you know, just shout it out and I can let you know yay or nay if... if secret secret compartment? Nope. No secret entrances anywhere. Mm. Is there any food? Yeah. Uh, there's a kitchen in the... Uh, uh, northeast corner of the building. Try and get Blinky something to eat and a little something for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can dredge up some food. Okay, cool. Is there anything else you guys are looking for? I don't think so. I'd like to see if there are any connections to our host in Oxford or to any other professors or the police? Any evidence of associations? Most of the associations that he would have had have aged along with him and the individuals <laughs> would have either retired or died. Uh, at this point, you know, just kind of at a glance and kind of going through um, old records of his, maybe some old yearbook uh, photos and stuff like that. Uh, most of these guys would be in their 80s and potentially 90s uh, at this point. Uh, and there doesn't seem to be any kind of list of like cohorts or, you know, other uh, individuals that, you know, might have participated in the same activities that he did. Okay. Now, does that mean that there wasn't more? Uh, you know, probably, sadly, probably not, but it wasn't like he was particularly a member of a club, per se. Am I able to find his bedroom? Uh, I don't have it here on this map, but yes, uh, okay. it's upstairs. Okay. I just want to go through his stuff and look at all of his buttons. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have any buttons that, uh, that match the one that you guys found. Okay. He's clean. He's just got a thing with a cheeky woman. I can't find the way into the kitchen. <laughs> I don't think there's a door. <laughs> There's a door. There's a door. <laughs> ah, there we are. <laughs> Come on, Blinky. Where'd you go? Uh oh, gotta find Blinky now. Oh, that dog. It's Blinky. He is on the stairs. Oh, there he is. Oh, yeah. 
Come on, Blinky. <laughs> I'm going to make you a turkey sandwich. Hmm. <laughs> All right, so is there anything else here that you all would want to do? Does he have like a nice looking <laughs> smoking jacket or anything that would be my size? <laughs> Probably. Is that stealing or is that spoils of war? <laughs> it kind of depends on how you look at it, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't need it. There's no karma points that I can subtract from you, so. <laughs> Just take but all the my fact pennies. You're going to smell like an old man for the rest of the, the journey. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna think, we're gonna like Henry. balls. We're gonna think Henry's with us. Yeah. <laughs> I just take a big smell of it and I whisper, Henry. Henry, you would have been proud of that shot, mate. I wish you could have been here to see it. I must say, as an aside, I think it's it's uh, hilarious that both Andy and Kurt shot the heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shoot the heart. That's that's the first thing. I'm gonna just shoot the heart. <laughs> She's just killing him. That's the only way that she knows how to kill him. Just reach in and grab the heart. <laughs> that's the source of her power. <laughs> she wanted it. <laughs> All right. I can't think of anything else that we would. I mean, we haven't. Discovered any? There's no secret passages. Yeah. All right. I. Oh, um, go ahead. Let's see. I have a. I want to call it dark sight. Is that it? Mm-hmm. That I believe would let me see magic. Dark sight does not know. That, okay. that just allows you to be able to see in the dark. Oh. Is it my etheric goggles? Eth- yes, etheric goggles, yes. Alright. I feel like there should be something more here. That's why. What a problem. My hagstone has the ability to detect spirits and phase and see across the veil. Yeah, that might be worth something. How do we use our hagstone? That's an excellent question. Let me equip it. Uh, you you spend one PowerPoint, uh, and you can activate one of its properties. Okay. Where are my PowerPoints at? Oh, I see them. I just changed that to a 14 out of 15. Yep. Okay. I turned it on and um, I did the notice plus 1d4 ability to detect spirits and fey and see across the veil. Mm-hmm. So you roll a notice and then add a 1d4 to that. Okay. So plus 1d4. Got a seven. Okay. Um, You see in the area that you shot Cora, 
basically just kind of the remnants of her scattered spirit uh, in that room. Uh, Unfortunately, there's not enough of her there to communicate with. And even if there were, the stone doesn't allow you the ability to actually speak to them uh, and interact with them. It's just the ability to see. Um, But you do see just these little kind of floating specks that would have been Korra uh, in still in that room and they're slowly just kind of snuffing snuffing out as you watch okay that's sad Christy did you want to do something with your uh, goggles I'm not sure that they helped me in this situation. Am I wrong? Um, I'll put them on. Sure. Yeah, and, and in order to to sense, you know, the things around you, as far as that goes, you get the same feeling uh, that Mike did. You know, looking into the veil, you know, that the, the spirit was there, it is dissipating and, you know, is, is moving on, you know, to the next plane of existence. Uh, you're not able to communicate either through the goggles. So uh, as far as any other magic or anything in this area, you're not picking anything else up. Uh, you lived a fairly mundane life. Uh, so there's no magic tomes, no, uh, nothing else in here that catches your attention. Well, uh, again, I hate to say this, but I feel like there's something else here, but obviously we have not seen it. So uh, I think we kind of hit a dead end since he's dead. Wait, so I do have an idea. Um, we would we do not see his spirit. Well, just because somebody dies doesn't necessarily mean they immediately turn into a ghost. Yes, but he was killed by ghosts, so uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of hoping. Yeah, <laughs> kind of hoping. <laughs> He, he went to whatever great beyond uh, okay. is out there. He immediately went yeah. out there. Gotcha. All right. Well, game, what do you want to do? Kind of searched all over this place. Well, I mean, oh, go ahead. No, no. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really, you know, it seems like maybe he had some sort of a relationship with Cora. Uh, something a little bit, uh, unsavory perhaps considering he had a wife and a kid but beyond that I don't really see anything I found a billiard room if anybody would like to play a game <laughs> well Father uh, Mapple you can certainly take the photograph you know back uh, to yeah. the constable uh, at uh, the, the detective Moore um, and unfortunately it's probably not going to be enough to you know condemn uh, the 
professor. Um, but it would at least be something, you know, that they could potentially put in evidence. Uh, that case of Cora Foster is probably going to go unsolved, uh, you know, even even with, you know, just the photograph that you were able to find. Unfortunately, it's not going to be enough to solve the case, but it at least does put a little bit of a pin in it um, to, you know, show that there certainly was a connection between these two. Uh, when you do return to the constabulatory, um, Henry is there and he's been talking with uh, Detective Moore as well, uh, kind of comparing notes uh, along with uh, Theodore, the librarian that you had met uh, when you first came to Oxford. Um, and they have been able to determine that where this button, uh, wherever <coughs> it came from, um, belongs to a secret society uh, that may or may not be connected to uh, the Freemasons, the Knights Templar, something of that sort, uh, some sort of secret organization. Uh, now exactly where they haven't really been able to make the full connection yet, but you know, maybe with some more research, you might be able to kind of pinpoint, uh, the origins of that particular symbol. Um, as far as the daughters of Angraboda, um, you know, they had made a th veiled threat that they were everywhere. Um, and speaking with um, the detective, he is not aware of any other cults uh, within England. Uh, and this might be something that, you know, might you might have to end up taking back to um, the Athenium to do more research on that particular cult just to see how far reaching it is. Um, so as far as the investigation goes into this incident, Detective Moore feels like, you know, you've done the due diligence and followed through and, you know, we've been able to determine who was responsible for it in the uh, effect of this Tessa Bramlett, you know, and, and her vengeance, you know, for being jilted by this uh, young man. Uh, and unfortunately, she will probably have to be punished for that because there's really no physical entity that really could be punished for it, uh, even if Cora was around, you know, you couldn't really punish a ghost. Uh, so likely she will be brought to trial um, and, and tried for the murder uh, of the two individuals that fell to Cora Foster. But it'll be a case for the books uh, for, <clears throat> for certain because this is death by ghost. Um, so at this point, the investigation really kind of is drawn to a close and, you know, you would under normal circumstances probably be heading back to London. Uh, but I want to, before we do that, I want to ask first, um, Moira, what, uh, what are your 
feelings right now on the nightmare you had last night? I think uh, I think I'm pretty shook up by that. Um, I'm not sure, but I feel like I need to visit. I either I think I might need to go to Africa where Hassani is buried, or I need to go to Scotland where Uncle Mac is buried under the tree. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Possibly. Um, or maybe there's someone I can consult with who, like a medium. I don't know. I'm not. I don't have any mediumistic powers, but maybe I can speak to someone who can speak to spirits, ghosts. Um, there was something that you and uh, Uncle Mac liked to do uh, when you were younger. Up at the um, uh, up at the estate, um, and he liked to dabble, you know, in spiritualism, uh, and kind of got you interested in it to begin with. And there was uh, an old Ouija board uh, in the basement uh, of the estate that you seem to recall uh, is still down there somewhere. Uh, and you and Uncle Mac had a lot of success with that, at least in your memory. Now, whether it was Uncle Mac just kind of forcing the planchette, you know, to, to go where he wanted it to go just to get a rise out of you or not, but you remember certainly in your mind, you had many wonderful conversations with the spirits and the Fae uh, that lived uh, up around the area of uh, uh, Moray Firth. All right. I guess I'm going home. Now, do do you want to return to London first, or head straight to Scotland? I kind of feel like she honestly would just go just go straight to Scotland. Unless there's something I really need to pick up, like maybe, you know, some kind of gear. (laughs) Now, you're technically still on the clock. um, Yeah. But... Maybe I need to go past. We could probably figure out a way to get in contact with um, Jack Dawkins from Oxford as uh, Theodore Fable... You know, is in regular contact with uh, with the Knights of Victoria, uh, so we could probably get in contact with him. So, if you will give me one moment, um, yeah. So. Fable says that he has means of, of contacting um, Ichabod. Uh, so, and, and basically, it's really just more of like a, a telegraph, uh, you know, the communication that they have. But it's rather, it's rather quick and instantaneous uh, with the advances of Steam Tech, you know, that, that he has set up at the library. Uh, so he contacts 
uh, Ichabod says, you know, the you know the mission is complete. The agents are here. Uh, one of them is expressing an interest in perhaps returning home for a brief jaunt before returning back. Uh, and Dawkins will uh, respond uh, with the uh, following message. Um, I must commend you on a job well done on the Oxford case. Mr. Fable speaks highly of your work and efficiency, and I must say, in my experience with him, he is a hard man to impress. Well done. Uh, I understand, Moira, you wish to return to uh, your home, and I believe that puts you in the region of Moray Firth. I hope you are familiar with a little fishing village by the name of Kilmuir. As a good agent's work is never done, there are more mysteries to explore. Uh, and what has come to our attention uh, is a particular case in the region of Kilmuir. The Knights of Victoria have been called upon to investigate a series, a series of disappearances over the last several weeks in that area. Two children have gone missing in recent weeks and three fishermen have gone about their daily business never to be seen or heard from again. Two of their boats have been discovered floating adrift in the lake and there is no evidence aboard any of the vessels aside from a splatter of blood in one of them believed to belong to one of the victims. Kilmere has long been a poor fishing village, but as of late has been a destination for the wealthy as they have discovered the beautiful lakeside vistas over the past few decades. The town council is in an uproar over the disappearances of the children in particular, as they are the progeny of some of the more affluent members of the society. Since the town is close to your own, Lady Mackenzie, I hope it would not be too much of an imposition for you to host your fellow agents while you investigate this case. If, the, if you are amiable to this, I will have your driver, Frank, prepare the carriage for departure tomorrow morning, and he will meet you uh, at the hotel um, to take you to Inverness uh, and to your abode want to go to Scotland guys <laughs> uh, and then he also says that uh, your payment for uh, this uh, mission uh, will be deposited directly into the bank of your choice uh, so you would have immediate access to that so each of you would get 500 uh um, for this particular mission, plus I mean, how many people? Two, three, plus another 300 uh, for um, the arrests and uh, the uh, other bodies <laughs> that uh, you left strewn about. <laughs> so bad. You just go ahead and add that. Yeah, uh, you can add that. Mm -hmm. Right. That's eight hundred. I don't know where. Yep, eight hundred total. 
deposit okay. that right into the bank of me pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I 